You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 401 Game Zone. Cooperative multiplayer, and yes, it seems like this always happens, but yes, went on another freaking unscheduled hiatus because I moved, and then stuff happens, and then Daniel got married, and then whatever. <laughs> A lot of stuff's happened since then. Uh, this is the 401 Game Zone official podcast, the only podcast. Talking about games in the 401 Game Zone. And yes, the site redesign apparently works, so we all got login stuff today. So that's cool. Uh, now apparently it works more mobile friendly for all you get, all you people out there. Uh, I am Sean Garmer, the host of the show, and my awesome co-host, so glad to have Daniel back. Hello, in the immortal words of Ray Lewis, some things you can cover up and some things you can't cover up. And of course, Robert Cooper, who is the man of not caring about covering up anything. No, no, not really. Uh, I am almost Kellen Winslow levels. Like, you know, I try to cover it up, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to get caught and everybody's going to make fun of me and I'm still not going to get any Boston market. So, you know. Are you, at least wearing, are you at least wearing pants tonight? Fuck no, dude. It is almost 1 a.m., who wears pants at 1 a.m. when they're not at work? <laughs> exactly. See, like, you move, Daniel gets married, mazel tov, by the way. Thank I think you. that's when you get mazel tov. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did I do? I, I, I got a cat, another cat. It's old and cranky and likes, likes to shit places, and I yell at it, and then it doesn't like me for the rest of the week. It's like having a kid, except the kid likes you at the end of the week. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. it wants to tell you that it doesn't like you for a while. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This cat, like, well, I don't know. She became my best friend once, and then as soon as we brought her back to my grandma's, she just started hissing at me again. Kind of broke my heart a little, but it's fine. Could be worse. She could be a Nazi. Oh, I really hope. Hold on. Cat Nazis. No, not cat Nazis. My computer decided to, like, freeze for a second, so I'm hoping everything is okay. Your computer decided that it was time to chill. Oh, God. <sighs> Daniel's like, why? Why do I bother? Oh, because it's Okay, let's time. just go ahead and get this out of the way. Ooh. Quantum Leap, Doctor Who... Yeah. Oh, Ooh, damn yeah. it, too bad you're not cut up on Doctor Who, Robert. We have like three yeah, episodes worth to talk about. I got like, yeah. I need to I need to watch, uh, what is it, Listen and then Time Heist. But I keep getting distracted because video games and Japanese children shows and anime. Oh, all the anime. <sighs> oh, and fantasy football. Fantasy football. Not- yeah, That's well, right. yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. That's why everybody needs to have Alan Hearns in their fantasy leagues. That's right. Big Al, third string Jaguars receiver. Did better than most players. What, what? <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, yeah, so how's married life, Daniel? Oh, it's good. Not much of a change than what it was before. A little bit less stressful because the waiting is done. Yeah, that's true. The Once you get that hurdle out of the way, usually things uh, get nicer after that. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we should go ahead and start with the... What have you guys been playing? Robert? Uh, let's see. What have I been playing? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Dissidia Final Fantasy again. Because I re-downloaded the PSP emulator. <laughs> Emul- <laughs> emulator, yeah. Uh, and started playing the game. And really the only character I've played at as this entire time and like all 10 hours was Cloud. I got him almost up to level 40. There's a lot of grinding. But I mean, it's fun. It's a good game. It's a fun game. You know, it's not every day that you see a fan- Final Fantasy fighting game. Uh, let's see, I played Final Fantasy 1. Yeah. That game is not hard. I just get lost. Really, really easily. Yeah. Though, I will say, the Red Mage, pretty handy. Because I didn't, I didn't pick a White Mage. Because I have balls. No, I'm kidding. I'm probably just an idiot. Because I have Fighter Thief, Red Mage, Black Mage. Yeah, it's working out pretty well. Even though that one cave where you get that crown, yeah, that kicked my ass. Let's see, what else have I been playing? Uh, I played some of the Adventures of Van Helsing. That was a, that was a cool game. It's a little dungeon crawler. It's like 20 gigs, though. That's a lot of space. I played it for like an hour or so. It was actually kind of hard. I uh, bought a game called Receiver, which is uh, was from the Humble Bundle store. Like They had this huge summer sale that probably ended today, I think. Or maybe, no, it ends this week, I think. But every Monday, they gave out a free game. And that was their pregame last week. This week's free game is Tropico 3. So go buy it. For free. Yeah. Yeah, Receiver is really interesting because apparently it it is almost like half the battle is figuring out what to do with the gun. Because unlike in every other shooter ever, when when you have to reload your gun, you have to take out the magazine. You have to empty the... uh, or I guess with some of them, you have to empty the cart, <laughs> empty the the shell casings. You have to put each bullet in one at a time. You have to put the, the thing back in. You have to lock, put the lock back in. Sometimes you got to pull the trigger. It, it is it is like a uh, almost like a gun simulator of sorts. And the apparently the physics for shooting is like spot on too, which explain why I can't hit anything at all. Then again, I'm not very great at FPSs. But yeah, like the point of the game is you 
start out in a random place with one of their three guns or a flashlight with you and you have to try and find 13 tapes that reveal the story kind of like slender so not really but yeah you got to get the 13 tapes and there's these drones and turrets that are around that you have to try and you know just dodge or blow up or whatever you know it's a pretty interesting game i like it uh, the hum- the Humble Bundle store is awesome. I've bought games like Jet Grind Radio, you know, or actually, yeah, yeah, I got it for like a dollar, and then I got another game for like a dollar that's apparently like a point and click game that's all metal and shit. I forget what it's called. But yeah, I played that. I bought a Project X Zone on Saturday. That's it's funny. like a. Have you you played it? Yeah. The. Oh. I don't know it's, what type of game to call it. Yeah, it is a. I just call it Project XO and I play. It. I don't. Think. I can think of it kind of like what, like this guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's pretty cool. I've played a little bit of it so far. It's fun. Got it for like uh, only like a few dollars, like seven dollars. So it was okay. Bought Diablo two. Haven't played it yet. I probably should. Yes. And like I said, <laughs> yeah, I got the battle chest. Yeah, I I, so I, did. I still have to. Uh, I sat there and skipped it and just said I'm gonna play Diablo three. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess that way you won't be as disappointed with three if you haven't played two because I've not played two. So I was like, yeah, three's okay. I can see the problems though. Three was okay, but. Two was much, much better. The expansion makes it a lot better, though. The three, I mean. It's Project X Zone is considered a tactical role-playing game. Okay. That would make sense. I mean, it's cool to see all the, a lot of these characters that I'm aware of. Like, it's really awesome to see Dante and Ryu and Jin and Mega Man. Yeah, it's and even Chris Redfield for some damn reason. Yeah, yeah. game's a little weird, but it's cool. Uh, yeah. By the way, try playing the original Diablo after playing Diablo three. You're gonna have oh, a bad God. time. Oh. God, that game just I, I don't think I can go back to original Diablo now. <laughs> God, it's so hard. Uh, and also, like I said before the cast, I managed to buy Final Fantasy one and two: Dawn of Souls, which I already own. But I bought that, Final Fantasy Tactics, Final Fantasy 4, 5, and 6 for the GBA. Well, one of them was 25, and then the other one set was new, and I got that for 10. So I'm getting two sets of those games. Wait, why two sets of the same games? Because I'm going to sell the other set. Ah. Uh. Because Final Fantasy 5 and 6 are like 25 apiece on Amazon. So Especially I I can get 6 something. is worth that many. Oh, yeah, six is worth a lot. Five's apparently pretty rare. So, yeah, those two will go pretty well. I mean, hey, I figure I can make up the $35 I'm spending, if not more. Well, definitely more. Four just came out on Steam last week. I know. And I'm like, it looks so cool. Because they gave it a full 3D, like a full remaster and everything. And somewhere, Randall is sitting in his cold on 
cold Canadian house going, where's my Final Fantasy VII remake? Nope. But you're going to get a Final Fantasy thirteen trilogy on Steam starting next month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and speaking of Final Fantasy thirteen, so uh, I found out there's this thing called the library. And over the summer, I've been getting manga, just manga out the asshole from there. Mm-hmm. But you can also rent video games from the library. So, what am I? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. The women at the library didn't know that. Uh. And you could also check out CDs, and they have metal. Woot. Well, I mean, my store, my my store, my library doesn't because it's like old ladies. But yeah, there's some of them that have Slayer. But anyways, hopefully this week or next week, Final Fantasy 13 will come in, so I can start playing that. That's just what I need. You could also probably find it somewhere for like ten bucks. Well, yeah, what, but why spend ten dollars in a game that I'm not even sure I'm gonna like when I can just yeah. play it for free? If you don't mind reading, you'll probably enjoy it because the battle system is actually pretty good. I've heard it's autopilot. Well, yeah, you just click, 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 and. Unless you run into an enemy that you can't beat, it's just more clicking, click, click, clicking. But it's fun because it's fast and you just, you know. Yeah. Eh, I figure it's worth a shot. I mean, hey, I've never completed a JRPG in my life, so I'm like the anti Steven Randall. <laughs> I've completed like every one of them that's not named Chrono Cross. Yeah, well, Chrono Cross is a reason why you don't want to complete that thing. <laughs> it may not let uh, you. Uh, uh, I, I had that. problems with mine. I think I ended up having to buy another copy of it where it would like freeze or something once I got to the second disc. Well, that's a barrel of dicks. Yep. Yeah, I've just been playing lots and lots and lots of things, and I'm going to be playing even more things. And I should probably play some other things, like, uh, you know, I should probably finish up Devil May Cry, uh, well, the first one, because I'm at chapter 16, and I know there's only like 21 chapters, so I don't know what's taking me. I think the reason why I I stopped playing is because I got lost last time. Yeah, I get lost really easily, even in real life. I have, like, no sense of direction. Yeah, I have so many games I should play. And then I'll never finish. <laughs> I'm just a horrible, horrible gamer. Actually, I'm just bad about starting and stopping things. Like like the uh, G1 Climax. I'm on day four. <laughs> I got past day one and I was like, uh, this is a lot uh, of wrestling dude. to watch at once. <laughs> it is so good. Oh yeah, it is. I like the match we stopped on last week was Yuji Nagata versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm so oh, yeah, excited to really watch. Good. Oh yeah, like both those guys are awesome. And my buddy actually went and got him. He ordered a New Japan shirt off the internet. I'm like, yep, that's what I'm doing come Christmas. Because <laughs> New Japan right, is awesome. Well, uh, let's uh, go ahead and so we can steer things back to video games, I guess, before we get too much into New Japan. <laughs> My New Japan was in some video games. I know. Uh, 
Daniel, I know you had the the wedding and all that, but have you gotten to play stuff? Yeah, uh, my friend came in from Colorado, Matt, who comments on the podcast. Uh, he finally got to play the South Park game, which watching it being played again and sitting through it just impresses me even more as to just how good that game was. And uh, also have been playing some Destiny. I got to play Destiny 2 for... I had I rented it from Redbox and had it for like four days. I got to like level seven or something. Uh, I got to like the first mission you get on the moon, and then I had to take it back. Yeah, I mean, it's With- a fun game. I'm not a big fan of the competitive multiplayer because it just seems... Who can use a who can be a warlock with a powerful shotgun and who can fire quicker? I'm a warlock with a powerful shotgun. I played warlock too. I mean, it's just but. everybody's using a shotgun in the multiplayer, and that's it. Oh, really? Yeah. Kurt Cobain used the shotgun. Uh. <laughs> That was and I thought we were going to get an email for something else we were going to talk about today. But like the game overall, like you just, do you think it lived up to the hype or is there something missing? I don't feel like something's missing. I wasn't expecting it to have a killer story. I thought it would be serviceable. Just like the, I mean, keep in mind the first Halo didn't really have a killer story. It was go here, kill these people, and keep going. So, I'm fine with the story as to what I've seen so far. And I'm enjoying the game, and that's the big thing. Yeah, I enjoyed the game too. I didn't have a problem with... uh, I know I I didn't also play a ton of the game either to where it could maybe get repetitive for me, but... That was also my big draw for Halo is even though it has a story, it has set piece sequences that still mostly go through this area, kill the things that are there for the rest of the next area. You know? So uh I was expecting Destiny to have those kind of sequences and you get that towards the beginning and then it kinda of goes away as the game goes. Uh but you know, they also have expansions, it's also an MMO and it's meant to be played cooperatively or competitively. And you have to think about, do you really pay attention to the story? If you have... Now, maybe if you're online and you're still only yourself playing. But if you're talking to somebody else, are you really paying attention to what's going on on the screen? Or are you just talking to the person that's there with you? Um, I didn't get to try that out because I got it for PS3 by mistake. And I don't have a headset for my PS3. So, I've also never played a shooter on my PS3, so it was kind of awkward at first. <laughs> I was like, the sticks... I'm, it's weird using R1 and R2, not just the sticks in the back. So, yeah, yeah. that was a bit... Yeah, I have trouble playing the PlayStation system, since I've never owned a PlayStation system. I'm like, well, why are the sticks all at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. Because I've always had either the N64 or an Xbox system. So I don't know. You can always get you a PS2. 
or something. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get that PS3. I could do what all my friends are doing and buy the PS4. So they told me, like, yeah, expect it to be $500 after you add tax and warranties. I'm like, well, how long is the warranty? Like, it's a year. I'm like, fuck that. Well, and then if you get it from, uh, if you want a warranty that works right then, make sure you don't go to GameStop because theirs is an extended warranty. You still have to send it in to Sony that first year. So go to, like, Best Buy or somewhere else that if it breaks, you can take it back to the store and get one right then. Uh, good old GameStop. Not only are they going to screw you on everything else, they'll screw you on the warranty. Oh, yeah, I have a story about my... So we moved, and my uncles... I, I came home from work, and all of a sudden, the next day, my PS3 doesn't work. And I got it refurbished from GameStop. It was a white one, 500 gigs. And so I go to the GameStop. I don't have the receipt because my wife had it and then she lost it. And she had moved and there was no way I was going to find that thing and whatever what was left of that apartment. So I go to GameStop and they tell me, well, we can't do anything. You have to call this number. So I call the number and the lady's like, why are you calling this number? They're supposed to call the number. I should also note that this GameStop is like 15 minutes from my house. So, and then I'm I stupidly the only time I ever don't have my phone on me. I left it charging at my house, so I have to go all the way back to my house to call the lady instead of just sitting in the parking lot. So then I have to go all the way back to GameStop to tell the guy, "Yeah, you're supposed to call them because they can't print out a receipt or whatever that he told me they could do." So first of all, this is the manager of GameStop telling me something. And then your corporate office says, hey, we can't print out receipts. So it's like, do you guys not know your own protocol? Like, what the hell, GameStop? Were you sure it was the manager? Or are you sure he didn't pull a pop copy and say, if they ask for the manager, you tell them, fuck it, I am the manager. Not to mention they left me on hold for like 30 minutes. So then well, yeah, they leave well. the manager on hold for 30 minutes. And he's like, you have to come back at 2 for the manager that's higher than I am. So I, I come back at 2. She goes through the whole process. Finally, I get a black 500 gig PS3, which works out well because my entertainment center is black, so it kind of blends in instead of sticking out. And finally, after a whole day of just trying to get a replacement PS3, I get one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. geez. Uh, thank, thank God I have PS Plus in the uh, online cloud storage because I would have had to restart Kingdom Hearts again, which I don't think I would have been able to get myself to do. Nah, I'm still, st still stuck at freaking Ansem Riku. I just cannot beat that. I might have to just go back and go get a bunch of items and keep battling people, whatever. Uh, I also rented Diablo 3 for a little bit. I got to like level 7 where you killed the Skeleton King. And that's about as far as I got. But it was fun. I loved just getting loot, loot and more loot and killing things. And getting more powers constantly. That was really awesome. And not feeling like every time something hit me I was going to die like on Diablo 1. 
Well, my big problem with Diablo 3 when it first released was the way that the difficulty levels went and the way that the loot dropped. You wouldn't... There was a huge difficulty level jump to the highest difficulty, and you weren't getting the loot that you needed to be able to survive it. Ah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I could totally Hmm. understand that. Also, yeah. I didn't play it on really hard. I played it on, like, normal or something. Well, what you do is you start it at the lowest difficulty, you play through, you beat the game, and then you start it back over at the next highest difficulty, and you keep playing through and keep leveling up until you max out your character. Ah. But, and then you, you get the best loot at the highest difficulty, and that's where you need the great loot. And when it first released, I've heard it has gotten better. But when it first released, you wouldn't get the stuff that you needed to be able to survive. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Plus, with yeah. the PC version, they had the auction house thing, which was yeah. really annoying. Which was uh, a trap. I mean, it was uh, a good idea. I mean, I can understand them saying, hey, if people are going to sell the characters, we might as well give them an auction house to sell it. So, number one, we can get a cut, and number two, we don't keep getting phone calls where somebody got screwed out of money. Right. That's true. And I am really... I think I'm probably going to wind up giving in by the time I get up in the morning. But (laughs) Disney Infinity 2.0 comes out tomorrow, and those figures, if anything, I want them displaying around my room. (laughs) So... I've heard the game's nah. much better, though. The The game's actually <laughs> worth playing. It's not the afterthought that it was in the first game. And if you didn't like Toy Box, you're kind of screwed. And they actually make Toy Box a lot easier to uh, maneuver this time around. It's not the... In the first game, you basically had to play roulette wheel as to what you got when you unlocked it. Now, apparently, everything you do, you get at this currency... And you get to buy the stuff that you want instead of, you know, playing roulette. So that makes it a lot easier. Mm. And there's skill trees for all the uh, all the heroes and stuff. So that makes it a lot better of a game to play and not just this, oh, they do stuff. And it's like you're wanting to laugh at all the abilities that you supposedly get. <laughs> so, yeah. It has the same uh, level cap as Destiny 20. I would say don't do it, but I'm the one that goes on Japanese websites being like, let's see if I can find $40 action figures for cheap today. I don't know. It's just the whole... I was able to restrict myself with the Pixar and whatever small amount of Disney characters they released with the first version. But with the Marvel characters, I know I'm going to want them all. (laughs) And that's going to be my problem. Do they have Moon Knight? Not yet, but they have the... Especially because I really love Guardians, and that's one of the playsets that's out at the beginning. So... Like, oh, yeah, Guardians uh, is big shit now. Yeah. Like now they, now they're all over it. They actually have these discs that have these, like, mini, mini games that you could actually make in the toy box, but it's to show you what you can do in the toy box, and one of them has the Guardians in it. And you can play as Rocket in this, like, Diablo-type game. 
And I'm like, yes, sign me up already. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have Rocket playing it where he collects everybody's random body parts. Right? Because he needs a permission. alright well there's this supposed big controversy you might as well get out of the way Uh, of course everything has to be called gate something because they can't come up with anything original Uh, there's a gamer gate that's been going on Yeah, trust me, I didn't know about it until I had to do, or I got the the uh, FOF questions from Daniel. And then there's a there's an entire wiki, uh, wiki on it, so you know that it was big enough. If it if it has its own wiki, it was big enough to do something. Basically, this this woman named Zoe Quinn, she's a developer. Uh, she made an indie game. I, I'm forgetting the name of the game now. Uh, do you know the name of the game, Daniel? Not off the top of my head. I remember it had oh, something to do with uh, depression. depression Quest. No joke, Robert. The game is called Depression Quest. So, uh, apparently, oh. Oh, you, no. uh, you conquer depression, but it's apparently people thought it was too simple the way you conquer depression in the game and that it's inappropriate to have such a dark theme in a game that's not that's not really a game the fact that you're conquering depression Uh, and then they started insulting her and being misogynistic and sexist and you know calling her all these kinds of names and threatening her and then, you know, Phil Fish got into it. Uh, she basically got the same treatment that Phil Fish got, where they were putting all her personal information out there, even nude photos of her and stuff, sending that to her parents, uh, calling okay, her parents, not- even. Uh, Damn it. Why you gotta look, be such a cock? Well, <laughs> it also had... It, apparently, the whole thing started with her ex-boyfriend posting Facebook logs where she admitted admitted to cheating on him with at least five different men. And one of them was a Gotaku writer, by the way. Yeah, whose website then reviewed her game. But it wasn't him that reviewed it. And then one of the other people was her boss. And she was billing herself as a model feminist for women game developers. Oh, yeah, of course. Every... Duh. So, and then there's also some out, there's some issues where she supposedly screwed over a charity by uh, basically trying to hurt their image and booster her own charity's image that she created after agreeing to appear for this other charity. Uh, so, I, I, will, I will say that is uh, slightly damning and not very good. But still, I mean, like, why, why send naked pictures to her parents? I mean, it's one thing to hack her naked pictures. Like, that's not cool. Well, and to call like, her parents like they have anything to do with it. Just to be <laughs> assholes. 
It would be like, hey, you should have raised your daughter right. To where she, you know. God. Uh, I mean, it's just... How much of it is really sexism, and how much of it is just people being idiots on the internet? (laughs) I think a lot of it. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. Well, I mean, think about what happened to Fish. He got the same treatment, minus the nude pictures... Maybe I mean, he didn't. Maybe that well, was. He also didn't have the damning backstory that she has. Yeah. Well, that's what started it because, and I mean, the whole thing started with the boy, the ex-boyfriend doing this to number one, let people know that she's a liar, mm-hmm. and number two, make sure people are aware of basically that she got positive reviews for her game by sleeping with somebody that writes for the website. Ah. Now, yeah, it, it also brought up the whole uh, how much are journalists in cahoots with developers and publishers and if they're receiving anything for getting good reviews and whatnot. Which, I think, at least for the big sites, the fact that uh, Destiny did not get the glowing reviews, it seemed to get fair reviews based on what the game is and but then there's also, you know, you can throw out the whole, oh, well, Madden always seems to get reviewed well, even though it's the same game, and whatever. To according well, to some yeah, people, it's the so. same game. Well, They're technically reviewing the same game, so... Well, I mean, it comes down to you're getting one person's opinion with a game review, and if a sports fan is reviewing Madden, he's always going to like Madden. I mean, True. that's just what it comes down to. But do you think that there's a possibility that there are, you know, some sites that maybe cater to certain publishers or developers more than others that there I'm is some sure kind of favoritism? I mean, I'm sure there are sites that get a bunch of ad money from certain publishers and they tend to be more generous or kinder to those games uh, on those reviews. And I also think that there are probably some sites that have friends who develop games, so they make sure that their friends' games might get reviewed where it normally wouldn't get reviewed, especially when you get into the indie gaming. Yeah. I mean, the thing that caught me about this whole thing, you had people saying that this proves gamers are sexist because of the bad reaction she got. That if she was a male, she wouldn't have gotten such a hated reaction from catch-all gamers. And my my opinion on it is there have been male gamers who have had just as much bad stuff said and done to them. Just because she's female, people aren't going after her because she's female. They're going after her because there are idiots on the internet. Period. (laughs) Well, no, I mean there are, but it's that's the thing. Like it's it's basically like the small the the minority always ruins it for everybody else, right? Yes. I mean, you get you have two extremes on either side of this issue, and they hijack it, and the people that are moderate to just not fanatical about something 
are left to just get painted with the extremist brush, and that's it. Anything? Well, we can't have nice things. <laughs> yes, it's why we can't. Apparently, gamers is a bad name now. We got to figure out something else to call ourselves. Yeah, we need because. to take Ray, or you know, some people need to take Ray Lewis's advice and learn what they can cover up and what they can't. It's just well, yeah, ridiculous I mean, well, to me. <laughs> it depends on how many bodies you rolled into the you rolled into that carpet, you know. Oh, I knew, I knew we were gonna go there. I knew it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's been making. That's the second time he's made that joke. Yeah. It, I made the joke because that is what Ray Lewis said Sunday morning on oh, ESPN. Oh, I saw. Yeah, I know. I saw. Like of course, they sound like you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they didn't send Ray Rice after her or something. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, hey, you never know. Maybe uh, during commercials he came up in the elevator and then, like, the, the female anchor ducked. <sighs> Ray Rice, yeah. punch out. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I still don't know if that's worse or whatever Adrian Peterson did to his kid. Whatever. Uh, or I don't think either of them get it. So hey. Yeah, or various kids, oh, if you believe. Hey, remember, kids, you'll still never be Ray Carruth. And since the Greg Hardy shit's been going on, that's all the fucking uh, people can mention. Is like, oh, the Panthers used to have Ray Carruth. God, really? you fuck themselves. Oh yeah. After that, uh, the news conference last week, uh, one of the uh, people on like one of the NFL insider shows were like, "Oh, you have to remember, you have to remember the, uh, you know, what their organization has been through. Who some of the people they've got, they've uh, signed? They had Ray Cruth. I'm like, motherfucker, that was 15 years ago, and we cut his ass as soon as that happened. You be hush, mother slack jawed faggots. All right." Uh, but getting getting back on topic, I you know, Ray Rice just, was in a game. Yeah, Ray Rice got taken out of Madden. So, in yeah. case for that some was, reason you didn't know that, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he was erased from existence. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just. Uh, it's it's really unfortunate that the the people that shouldn't be talking for the gaming community are the ones that talk for the gaming community sometimes and it's just it's overwhelming how the ones the smart people maybe the the ones that are don't want to be outspoken and are just there enjoying their games and don't think about this kind of stuff well i don't think it's so much that it's certain people speaking for the gaming community. I think it's certain. Well, but, I think but it's certain, it is these like, small news agencies that... taking the loud people and saying they're it's the gaming community when it might not even be somebody that plays games. It might just be somebody that likes to troll on the internet, but they say that they're a gamer, and so that's what they run with. Four <laughs> chan. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Great. that's yeah. where a lot of this was happening at. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. actually they said it was all a scam or something to 
make it all seem like it was bigger than it really was or some people are saying mm-hmm. that her parents didn't really get called that the number posted actually goes to a flower shop in Hawaii or something I mean at this point there's no way to know what actually did and didn't happen other than people said something or certain people said things online that were rude and possibly sexist because hey it's the internet of course they did that yeah I mean, I know, but this isn't the first time this has happened with women getting that kind of treatment and getting talked to that way. And but it's not just. But my point is, it's not because they're women. It's they use the fact that they are women to make those remarks. But if it was a, if I mean, if it was a male that they were going after, they would still find a way to go after them. It oh would yeah, still be but it affects more because it remarks. is a woman. I mean, it's not like I saw some people in the extreme saying the only reason that she was treated like this was because she was a woman. Yeah, that's the only reason people were going after her because she was a woman. No, that's not the case. But that's how it gets run with a lot of times. Well, and, and you know, the whole. The blog post didn't help either because they're exposing her as a cheater and yeah, that was know. apparently what kicked everything off. Which, and, in its own right, that's her fault. Yeah, and I mean, for the people that complain about he posted that, there are websites dedicated for women to go on there and talk crap about any guy that they dated that they didn't like. There's websites really? for everything. I mean, and I mean, they exist. Women use them, but you don't have any. You rarely hear anybody say that that's a violation of privacy. It's, it's okay not. For, oh. Facebook is personal. You can post whatever you want. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like you. I mean, you've got sites that women can put the name of a guy that they dated, and then make any type of comments that they want about them, and you don't have. I mean, you might have a couple people here they there say that that's a violation of privacy, but most people just overlook it. Yeah. I mean, if this is something that... Uh, it, I read all of the blog that the guy did. If this is something that helped him heal to get over that, posting it, getting it all out there, I can see where that would help. I've been in a similar situation. I didn't post anything. But I can see where that might help you just being able to get everything out. I mean, I have no problem with him doing that. And he did take out names that were not, uh, he didn't have 100% confirmation or anything. The only names that were released were where she she admitted 100% that she did cheat on him with those people. Damn, son. Well, it sucks for the Kotaku writer because, you know... He was, he's married. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the boss of Kotaku has to come out and be like, well, all this stuff happened before they were in a relationship <laughs> and, you know, try to cover it up. And yeah, that- he actually never reviewed her game, actually, so does it really matter? Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where it might have gotten pushed to review that game over a different indie game. 
Right. I mean, and I mean, that happens everywhere in almost any form of reviews. Somebody will, if their friend comes to them and says, Hey, I've got this game or I've got this song or I've got this movie. Can you review it? If they're familiar with the person who produced it, they're probably going to take a look at it before they take a look at something that they don't know who did it. They don't have a personal connection with the person who made this particular bit of entertainment. They're more likely to review something by somebody that they know. Oh, yeah, for sure. You want to help out that friend or that whoever it is. I mean, even even not in that kind of context. I mean, just as, as writers for a site, you know, when we have to get together and do the games, uh, game of the year stuff, yeah. we vote and we push for certain games over others because that's how it is. You You feel like that game's the best and that's the one that you want to push over others that are there and that's just a normal basis of life of being in that kind of environment but uh yeah you know i think people just people overvalue that sometimes you know you they'll be like uh well how much did they pay you to make that the game of the month or whatever or you know it's just like (laughs) it's like why does it have to be about somebody getting paid to do it why can't it just be that they chose that? You know? Instead of... I'd say if Konami paid me for every time I mentioned Castlevania, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. For free. That's for sure. Okay, I might be back. Yeah, you're back. <laughs> what's up, Gary? Hey, everybody. How are y'all doing tonight? Oh, what's up, Kellen? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kellen's straight up. You know, I was going to call in as Ray Rice, but I felt like it may be inappropriate at this time. So uh, I'll just do my Adrian Peterson impression and go beat some kids. Oh. Hey, you know, if you really want to... Hey, you know, really, for Adrian Adrian Peterson, you really just have to... All you got to do is just switch, you know, just switch into Ray Rice, you know. It could be one of your greatest hits. Just make sure you're kind of incognito with it. Yeah. <laughs> we brought back see, all the jokes on one. Yeah. Uh, exactly. See, and that's what you got to do. And see, I just think that to get Adrian Peterson back in the right place, maybe even Ray Rice, have Kellen Winslet go visit these guys, counsel them, and then teaching them how to beat themselves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, guys, I didn't call in to make sports jokes. I called in to... Congratulate, Mr. Daniel Anderson, on a wedding, and uh, congratulations, man. Thank you. Uh, I, so. I actually was able to convince her to let the bridal party mark down, walk out to the Imperial March, so. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, now that is amazing. Yeah, you got a winner. You got yeah. a winner. <laughs> oh, I should have done you should have done what Mark Radlich did. He said he got his uh, when he got married the second time. And he's like, "Yeah, I let my wife let let the, the all the groomsmen come out to Corpiclani's beer beer." I'm like, "Damn straight." So that's what you did, right, Daniel? All the booze. 
<laughs> no, but I did get a couple of uh, Doctor Who songs played at the reception as well. Awesome. You throw yeah. one out for Randall. Like, this is you, Stephen Randall. <laughs> you, you tall Canadian bastard. <laughs> I probably That's would awesome. have done that had he been there. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you know, I didn't didn't do all that. I did did a few things at the reception, a few songs, you know. I played uh, That's the Way You Like It when we did the old Carter thing. And then uh, uh, I ran, you know, that song from the 80s. I ran so far away. That was the Carter call song. Uh, Need Somebody to Love was the the Bouquet Toss song. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so just a few fun things. But I didn't do any Doctor Who or anything. Uh, for me, it probably would have been some 24, and no one wants to hear seeing, 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 you know, during a wedding. You could have found the Quantum Leap song, Gary. <laughs> yes! I love Quantum Leap. That's one of my, Scott Bakula is a hero of mine. So, what can you say? So, but anyway. We're just going to start talking about Quantum Leap, and we'll be here. I know. Uh, <laughs> forever. I mean, well, hey, you could have done something that was Ouya related. Yeah. Uh, like, you know. <laughs> you could have thrown like $300 in the trash can like most people who bought it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Man, I, I just want to meet somebody who owns the Ouya. That's my number one gold right now. That's, that's a bucket <laughs> list thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> If you get someone to admit it, then uh, then I think everybody has a bucket list there. <laughs> so, that's awesome. But, uh, well, man, I hope you guys are having a great episode. I mean, coming here to clog it up. I know you guys are talking games. I'll let you guys resume it, get your listeners back to that mode. But uh, just wanted to come and congratulate Mr. Daniel Anderson on the marriage and also say, hey, what's up? Oop, miss you, man. I haven't talked to you forever. So, uh, oh, have a great show, guys. We'll talk soon. We'll talk real soon. Catch you later, guys. Later. Later. All right. Uh, Anything else we want to say on this Gamergate thing? Don't take naked pictures of yourself. For the love of God. Unless you want to end up as some fifteen-year-old spank, like in some fifteen-year-old spank bank of random nudie pictures, the love of all that is holy moly, stop taking naked pictures of yourself. Yeah. Yep, Gabrielle Union so was Jesus, the. Uh, I mean, Jesus, Jennifer Lawrence had like a hundred and gajillion pictures. Not that I counted, because I lost whatever. count. Yeah, whatever. Right? <laughs> I saw them too. I'm not gonna lie. It's just. Wait, well, yeah, I think any person with like working eyeballs probably saw them just out of curiosity. Yeah. That's what we'll say. It's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Just like I'm... Kellen Winslow. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, of course, Kellen Winslow did it. Now, hopefully, he did it in the sanctity of his own car and not like you know somewhere else. Like, while he's actually at you know, the or at market. his house, where maybe somebody won't see him. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, he's probably at his house, considering he's not playing for any team. Oh, 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 oh. 
I was really tempted to put him on my fantasy on the Winslow Whackers, just because that would be fucking hilarious. He can just take up a spot. Yeah, but I kind of realized that that's like that league I really care about because that's a really deep league. Like, yeah. every time I'm like, oh, this person's supposed to be pretty good. You know, nobody will have him. No, everybody has Brian Quick. Actually, there was a trade for Brian Quick, I think, last week. Yeah, somebody already got Muhammad Sanu. I was like, Christ, good thing I've got good old Alan Hearns. That's when you know you're when you're throwing touchdowns to Andy Dalton and not getting them from Andy Dalton, you know your team is doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean hey, that's always well unless you're AJ Green. Right. Oh God, it is a bad year for fantasy so far. In terms of big names. Yeah, they either get hurt or they just don't do anything. But all right. Where they beat the shit out of their kid. Like, that wasn't uh, even a joke. That actually was not a joke. That's just kind of, like, true. We beat that one to death, I think. Don't tell me his parenting skills went out with his hairline. Maybe he never had a hairline. Um, no, I've seen that that thing's receding, so that requires him to actually have one beforehand. Uh. Well, some uh, people just like to that be makes me bald. Fear. <laughs> that makes me fear for LeBron James's kids. <laughs> hey, I have a receding hairline. I, I wouldn't know that's going to happen uh, to me. Well, so, I, I don't have one yet, but I mean, I guess I am young. And I have a giant, like, curly head of hair, so we'll see. Well, I'll just throw this out there real quick. Will Peterson end up at the on the Cowboys? Uh, I don't know. Hasn't, uh, oh yeah, because they signed everybody yeah, who has like Well, and he uh, had the phone call that was but wasn't tampering. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I don't know. I guess we'll just have to see where everything ends up. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's because uh, I'm sure he's not going to be at the Vikings anymore, which poor poor Vikings. Not only is their best player like now, like pretty much pretty much done from the team. The rest of their team kind of sucks. Uh, you still got Cordero Patterson. One man. Well, I was about to say one man can't make up make up for the rest of the team, but that's kind of what Adrian Peterson did. So. Yeah. That yeah. is what he did. True. <laughs> well, now they yeah. can test out Teddy Bridgewater, so they'll be all right. Yeah. That could. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, you never know what that could do. Oh, well, damn, I don't. But before we get into more football talk on the wrong show here, uh, <laughs> let's get into some other stuff that happened. I'm only going to do this week. Because, damn it, that would have taken me another hour or so to jot down what happened last week. So, yeah. Uh, well, it, other than since the last time we were around, Microsoft has bought Mojang, which means they own Minecraft for 2.5 billion 
dollars. With a B. Yeah. Yes, with a B. Jesus Christ! So, so does that mean like Nintendo's going to buy Terraria because Terraria is the much lower def version of it? And the joke is, is that the Wii U probably couldn't run Minecraft anyways. Uh, folks. So is oh, this does, a? That that reminds me, I did play. I got the Super Smash Brothers demo for the 3DS. It's pretty good, though. It is kind of weird playing it on that small screen. Anybody else play it yet? What? I haven't. Anybody else play what? Play the uh, Smash Bros demo. Oh no, I haven't played it yet. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, the, the, they offer uh, Mega Man, Mario, Link, Pikachu, and the Villager from Animal Crossing. It's pretty interesting. But anyways, anyways, back back to uh, money. Yeah. Uh, do you think this is one of those too little, too late for Microsoft, or can they really benefit from this? They say that by next year. They'll have made all their money back. They hope. I mean, there's, there, there's not. I mean, they pretty much got on everything but the Vita at this point. With this game, is this game able to sustain itself for, for that? I mean, it's already been around for what, like almost four years now. Could it really Everybody last likes- without making another Minecraft? Or you know, and can you really make a Minecraft too out of that? I mean. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot more uh, like the Doctor Who pack that's coming out. You're going to see a lot more crossover. <laughs> like a Quantum Leap pack? You never know. Uh, well, you know, that's... it could happen. I mean, I I just think Microsoft will put more money into it to make it... I don't want to say to make it appeal to more people, but just to add new skins, add new stuff that they, that add more licensed stuff, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, but can it really, can it sustain itself? Or like, a lot of people are saying, okay, by the end of this console cycle, we could literally see Minecraft be the, if not the, at least in the top five best-selling games of the entire console cycle. Can it really last that long? Just in the way that it is? I mean, I think it can. Just At its base, it's basically just a giant Lego game where you go in, build what you want, have fun, and, I mean, it's lasted this long hasn't really showed any signs of breaking down. It's a type of game that you can go away from and come back to and not feel like you're, you missed out on anything or that you have to get your skill level back up. You just play it when you can and have a good time doing it. It's like the anti-Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> not to mention it's a huge hit with the kids. So. Oh, yeah. The, the thing I was kind of wondering was that, uh, I mean, hasn't already everybody kind of already bought it? No, it's still freaking in the top ten. 
Really? Every week, if you look yeah. at the VG charts, and that's just, uh, that's not even digital. That's going to the store and buying it. You know, uh, if you look at the the sales charts, they're usually on there in some form. The PS4 is getting a disc version in a couple weeks. Uh, and the Vita version still hasn't come out. And they're making that. So, and that's another thing. This means that Microsoft owns something that is on a Sony system. And they get 70% of that. Damn. This will definitely make up for them having used Blu-ray technology. Yeah, true that. It's, uh... Could, could we really see, like, if they make a Minecraft 2, that they take it off certain systems and make it a PC and Xbox exclusive or something like that? Or would it just cost them too much money? That's a lot of money they're missing out on. I think it would be a timed exclusive. You'll probably have it Just on like once have it on the three on the Xbox One and PC for I don't know six months before it comes out on the PS4. Something like that, to where they still get an exclusive time frame, but they can still make money from the other consoles. That's basically how it was anyway. Yeah. Where uh, Microsoft had it first for a long while, then Sony finally got it. So, kind of like the Elder Scrolls games, and Mass so kinda, almost like the first, almost like the first gen stuff, uh, or not, the, or not really first gen, but like the first wave of Xbox 360 exclusives. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that still kind of makes me sad. Though technically, Mass Effect wasn't really a timed. Uh, it wasn't a timed exclusive. It was an exclusive that where the sequel became, like you know the. Yeah, but now they have released it with the that trilogy. It is on PS3 now. <laughs> that is the longest time for a timed exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I you know the interesting thing to me too was uh, Notch. All, all the three of the creators left. Of course, if you get two point five billion divvied up into three people or how many ever people it was you know you're pretty much set for life you don't need to do anything else but not says he's an indie developer and it, Minecraft just got too big for him he doesn't want to deal with that anymore but you know all the, the money had nothing to do with it it was his sanity right nothing to do with the money at all well, so the fun <laughs> thing is now is that he can create whatever fucking rinky-dink shitty game he wants because he's got like 18 gajillion dollars of Minecraft money. So really, he kind of wins it all in the end. He gets his, keeps his credibility and his wallet's nice and fat and he, if all else fails, he can just be known for that guy who created Minecraft. Well, and uh, isn't Scroll... I think I saw something today saying that Scrolls is uh, gonna only is gonna be released for like five dollars because it's just not as powerful, not optimized for the touch screen tablets and all that. Even though that's what it's releasing on, so I wonder how much of it was crap. We don't have another good game coming out. Let's just take the money and run. 
Yeah, true. Well, I mean, the they did just announce that the Scrolls game, which is Mojang's take on a card game, uh, it's $21 for PC, and they lowered it to $5 for tablets, because that wouldn't fly in the... I've uh the i store or whatever, so they had to lower it. But you know, you still have to pay full price on the PC. I just think that's funny. But it's supposed to be good. It's not going to be Minecraft level of anything. Uh, plus, with Hearthstone out there, you have to wonder if you're going to be able to get card games that just blow up like that. But I mean, at least they're trying. You know, Mojang's trying to do something. That's the thing that I, I think is going to be benefit the most out of this is everything else Mojang seemed to make hasn't even come close to what Minecraft has become. It's like a blip on the radar. Microsoft can put money in it and give them ideas for things. And maybe so they, is it like they the one do what? Is it almost like a one-hit wonder of sorts? I like guess it would be to- right now. Yeah. But then, you know, there's a lot of people wondering, oh, God, this is going to be another Rare, where all they do is do Minecraft because they can't make anything else. Like, you know, Rare got stuck with the Kinect games forever. God, poor Rare. Yeah, they have all this history of great games, and then... Holy crap, Russo really did do this stupid Russo Books Raw crap. Good God! Well, yeah, it gets his dumb ass still in the net, uh, headlines for sure. Good I just old had a event. friend send it to me, and I don't even know how long this message is. It just—it's the walls of text, walls of text. Like, Sounds like somebody geez. shouldn't be a fr- your friend anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It could be entertaining and humorous to read. Yeah, it probably is. I just I mean, it'll probably that be better than that. Uh, one move Nikki Bella tried to use it on the Raw tonight where she tried to squash AJ with her ass between the ropes. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's not a move I would it's not a move I would mind being a part of, but still. At least he's honest about it. Huh. That's the only time I've ever been one to be be a ring rope. <laughs> <laughs> This was interesting. I put it in the Ford PC to Kickstarter changed their terms of use so that if you if your project fails, you now have to be completely transparent about what you did with the money and why. What hookers and blow? Yeah, exactly. You. uh had to, uh, you also have to tell them why it wasn't able to be made, and, uh, <laughs> Robert falls out of his chair or something. <laughs> no, I was throwing a can into a trash can. Uh, I was hoping you'd tell me, like, the cat came and, like, knocked it off or something. Nah. No, I don't and, usually bitch at her. She's old. I just bitch at her when she shits places. Kind of like and, most old people. Backers that don't get awards, they're supposed to get any of the leftover money. 
<clears throat> if there is any. And if they don't do all this, the backers can legally sue them. Damn. Uh, any any campaign that was launched on or after October 19th, uh, these terms of use will apply. So, get ready, people, because I'm sure we're going to start seeing a bunch of lawsuits. Kill me in. I have to pants. What do you guys think about this? This is really... I mean, it seems like this makes total sense for to make things a lot easier for people. But could there be a lot of negative that comes out of this? Oh, I don't course. think so. I think this is just a uh, a way to get the official rules down so that there's no ambiguity about it. Yeah, probably. Uh. I just, I'm waiting for the day of... Oh, we got like five lawsuits going on for this one game that didn't get made because somebody used the money to fund something else. Yeah, somebody said they were make a new Virtual Boy, but instead of making a new Virtual Boy, they decided to go ahead and put all their money in the Ouya jackasses. <laughs> they spent it all on hookers, cocaine, and Ouya games. Yeah, I keep thinking about Colonial Marines. I'm sure hey, they wish that was around. Do you think Randall's still doing that thing to where if you buy him a game on uh, Steam, he'll he'll review it? <laughs> Maybe not now. Only one what? way to find out. Dude, like next Steam sale when Colonial Marines is pretty much worth like two cats and a penny, I'm going to buy that shit and I'm going to send it to him. He is going to be more disappointed than that time I sent him that Super Famicom cartridge to Chrono Trigger. Well, here's the thing with that, though. If he's not paying anything for it, and it's extremely cheap, as long as the game works, it doesn't have to look amazing to be a decent game in that case. Yeah. Have you, have you seen gameplay footage of Colonial Marines? I've, works is a very relative some. term. But keep in mind, there have been patches to try to fix some of those rough spots. And things look a lot nicer when you didn't pay for them. Yeah. You're willing to deal with stuff a lot more. Well, I mean, patches can't fix everything. Just look at the Titanic. <laughs> well, they would have needed much more than a patch. Oh, well, yeah, so does Colonial Marines. <laughs> Well, speaking of Kickstarter and stuff like that, Koji Igarashi, who is... Iga! Yes. I was hoping Robert would know who that was. Very involved in Symphony of the Night. He, of course, uh, we talked about it on here, that he left Capcom and working on the Castlevania games to start his own game. And he hasn't been able to find a publisher for it. Uh, he wants to make his dream game. He knows that pe- their fans are out there that will buy the game. But he just can't find a partner or a publisher to help him fund it right now. So he had to go and join this mobile game company to pay the bills. And he says that he made a deal where if he can find a separate company to fund his game, that he can work on that game and do his job at the mobile gaming place. 
Uh, oh god, I hope he's not working for those Candy Crush bastards. It doesn't. It doesn't give us the name of the the mobile game company, but he did say that he's even considering doing Kickstarter if that's what the fans want. If they really want to get it out there, I throw I mean, a few dollars uh, away. I mean, you're you're a huge Castlevania fan. Like, does that bug you that somebody with that much history, like, what did he do with that money? Did... Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess the thing is, is that unfortunately you can't win them all, right? Right. Like, I guess now, like every a lot of people are just like, oh yeah, I'm a. Uh, I guess having a history doesn't necessarily uh, guarantee you a job, kind of like real life sometimes. True. So, yeah. Very true. I mean, that sucks because I mean the dude made not only Symphony of the Night, but he was also uh, I think he was also the director of all the GBA and the DS games, or at least most of them. Yeah, it says he worked on at least a dozen Castlevanias. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, a lot of those games had a pretty good track record, so. I mean, yeah, I am surprised that he can't uh, can't get a job because you know I'd figure there'd be people trying to get him all over. But I, I mean, I guess now that this is a kind of a almost like an indie uh, place run by indie darlings of sorts, you don't necessarily uh, can't always get hired because you're a big name. This isn't there's no TNA around to pick them up. No, it's fucked it up for everybody. Well, have they said what his dream game actually is? He does. He says he likes tight action games. So I'm assuming it would be something in the vein of Castlevania, but not Castlevania, obviously. So I guess take that for what it's worth. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of psyched. Though it is kind of ironic that. uh, I was watching a retrospective of Castlevania. The thing I didn't know was that uh, Symphony of the Night was uh, kind of their cheap little side project of sorts while they were making Castlevania 64. Oh, God. Isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. So Talk apparently that was... Uh, all the excitement of building up to Castlevania 64. Talk about wiping a turd. <laughs> hey, at least there was no Superman 64. Well, yeah, yeah the, the only thing that can beat Superman 64 in terms of disappointment and mediocrity is E.T. Were people really expecting that game to be something? E.T.? I think it's one of the highest selling games of all time for the uh, Atari, so yeah. <sighs> well, keep in mind when it came out as well, it's not like we had 20 years of history knowing what happens with licensed games. Yeah, or that, just had such variety in games that, you know. You know, with all those blocks everywhere. <laughs> such such classics like uh, Chase the Chuck Wagon. That, that's one system I cannot go get an emulator and want to play games off of. It's like, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, I think it's uh, it's one of those things to where it doesn't hold up as much, but you know it's still classic. 
I could do it if so, they okay. like remade him on the GBA or something, but not not just straight up from the Atari with the way it looks and whatever. Just so, by the way, uh, go me. I just got Chase the Chuck Wagon mentioned after like a year and a half of not mentioning Chase the Chuck Wagon on here. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Because I remember like during like the first month of this podcast, I'd randomly bring up Chase the Chug Wagon <laughs> just to see what Randall would do. I wonder and if usually he'd just give his disappointing groan. I'm sure Randall yeah. might have a lot of Chase the Chug Wagon around now. You know? With all of I don't it. know. It's a pretty rare game by what I hear. Yeah, I'm thinking of uh, freaking Chuggington on Disney Junior or whatever. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was Daniel just groans. So yes, <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> I wish I did not, but I do. Uh, <sighs> Trust and- me, I have to hear Mickey's voice and yeah. Sophia and Sheriff yep. Callie all day. And then the song just the songs get stuck in your head and you can't get rid of it no matter what. And then you'll sing the song brainwashing. (laughs) Yeah, see that's why I'm happy that I'm uh that I don't have any kids or any kids around me. So I get to annoy the shit out of my parents with my bullshit. Like I walk around the house singing uh, bare necessities for no reason. I walk okay, around the house. Yeah, I walk around the house clucking like a chicken some days just to see what my mom's reaction will be. It's pretty great. Yeah, I do so a lot of necessities stu- is fine. That's a classic. But some of the songs they have on some of these shows is like really. Well, right. yeah. <laughs> or, or you can be like my mom, who's like, "Why the fuck is Power Rangers on the DVR?" I'm like, "I'm an adult. I can watch what I want." <laughs> I will give Disney credit. They still appreciate the art of having an actual, like, intro that actually has a song. And it's not this five-second, oh, here's the name of the show. You know. Yeah. I have to agree with you there. So, getting away from American children's shows. Uh... (laughs) Oh, I could I could go into Japanese children's that, shows. That, that was the point. I made that joke so you would do that, and we could not talk about Japanese children's shows. <laughs> uh, no, another podcast for when I fix my laptops. Right. Speaking of uh, Mr. Sakurai, uh, not to mention that Super Smash Brothers sold one million copies in one weekend in Japan. No surprise there. But apparently, the ice climbers were taken out of Smash Brothers because even though they worked on the Wii U, they could not work well on the 3DS. So they said... Why not have Wii U exclusive? uh, Because they didn't want to do that. Well, nobody else has a reason to buy the Wii U. Uh, Well, they apparently aren't that big on the Ice Climbers anyway that they didn't care. Well, yeah, I don't think many people are, are clamoring like, you know, man... They don't have the ice climbers. I ain't buying that shit. No, I don't think anybody said that <laughs> ever. 
Now, like Link, like yeah, the Mario, sure. Sonic the Hedgehog, hell yeah. Fucking Ice Climbers, who the fuck played that game anyways? Nobody gets a bad game for the Nintendo. That's right. The only thing worse than Ice Climbers for the NES was like the hundred and like fourteen game, hundred and fifty-two. Yeah, Action Fifty-Two. There we go. That's right. That's the only thing worse than Ice Climbers. Oh, and gonorrhea. <laughs> I was going to say Jekyll and Hyde. Oh, God. Uh, We're Friday the 13th. Too. Yeah, I started watching a whole ton of... Uh... Wow, I leveled up by two levels. Anyways, I started watching a whole ton of uh, like awesome games done quick and stuff. Like they did an uh, awful games done quick section where like like when the guy speed ran, did a speed run of George Foreman's knockout boxing. <laughs> One guy speed ran Friday the Thirteenth game. Why, dude? He he beat it in like fifteen minutes. I've seen like, one of them. I think it's the first one. First Castlevania get beat in 30 minutes. Nah, that guy beat it in 13. <laughs> Jeez. I know. It makes me wish I was that damn good. Well. But unfortunately, unfortunately I have other things to do with my life. I would hope but, so. Like, complain about things. I don't know. Cat, if you shit on my carpet, I will fucking <laughs> kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Is the cat there anything else to say after that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the cat just woke up and she's going to her food bowl, which is great. I love that and all, but you know, I just got to throw that threat out there. That makes me angrier than smell cat poop. Well, speaking what? of, this could be this this could either be shit or it could work. Kojima just teased like everybody and said. Hey, I got another Metal Gear, Metal, the Metal Gear Solid collection happening. But uh, he didn't tell anybody that he meant a Metal Gear Solid collection of clothes. So yes, <laughs> there's a <laughs> a Metal Gear Solid clothing line that's going to happen. Uh, I think I saw something about this when I bought Lords of Shadow 2. Well, no, that was actually just the Konami store. Yeah, since I was one of the five people that bought Lords of Shadow 2, which totally is not going to go on my top five games of the year, because while I love Castlevania, that game was just okay. Uh, And I never did review it, because I'm a bum. Well, that, and by the time I sat down to review it, I was already swamped in, like, life, so, yeah. Anyways, yeah, they were trying to sell... They were like, yeah, use the coupon code, like... I like pie. I don't fucking remember the coupon code. But they just, you know, use this coupon code, get 20% off the Konami store. And I'm like, oh boy, I can have Solid Snake on my shirt. Awesome. Yeah, they, it's also gonna, there's also going to be Metal Gear shoes and accessories for men and women. So every time you take a step, it goes, meh. I, I would buy the shoe if it did that. I wouldn't because every single step I took, like it would mean everybody saw Snake. It's like Snake ran naked, like through an auditorium. Yeah, but wouldn't you want like that awesome noise going off every time you 
Like, oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, hell, I wish they made adult-sized shoes that light up. You would. I fucking would. Kind of like I want one of those shirts that has the guitar on it that you can actually play. It'll go great when I'm walking through the campuses of Winston-Salem State University as the whitest white boy on campus. Again. You would. Again? Yes, yes, I would. I think Apparently it'd be pretty it's funny. Be also heavily camo focused clothing. So. Oh boy, that'll go great in the Duck Dynasty aisle. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. So you can have like you know you can wear your uh, Metal Gear Solid camouflage shirt along with your towel that's got that fucking annoying ass uncle from Duck Dynasty. God, they had like two separate towels with his face on it. Like who the fuck? Like what are you gonna put that beside on your ass? So if some guy's staring at your ass at the beach, really, they're just staring at some like old guy who's probably not even related to him. Uh, There'll be somebody that does it though. Probably at the racetrack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've seen plenty of people with all their Duck Dynasty merchandise. I'm like, damn kids, with your reality TV, and your color television, and your hot pit music. Says the younger, youngest guy on here talking like the old guy. Oh, I know. Randall, is that you? God, where's Randall when I meet him? <laughs> Randall be like... Now, hey, what what do you people have? You know, what are you talking about with all your all your fancy schmancy uh like you know those indoor heaters and color television? I mean, what's that N sixty four thing, eh? Uh, sorry. Sorry. So not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, oh, come, back, come back, Randall. We, we we miss you and your Canadianisms. Yep, we do. So, does that mean that his kid's like going to be Cousin Oliver one day? Uh, I guess, <laughs> technically, yes. If... Uh, I don't know if he had... Yeah, I think, I'm sure he has, like, siblings. Because I just randomly thought of that. I'm like, hey, I remember that trope. Cousin Oliver syndrome when they decided that the kids on the Brady Bunch were no longer cute, so let's bring in that annoying little cousin because he's cute. Oh, shit. God. I mean, I was never a fan of the Brady Bunch because, you know, I grew up in a time when we had better things like Pokemon. Well, in color television. That was in color. I know, that was. That was the joke. And I know I know they it was in color. Unlike I Love Lucy. Yeah, I never got the like I Love Lucy thing. I don't know. I'm It's funny. Is it? I mean yeah. I've never really watched well, much of it. Me being somebody that talks Spanish and I do walk in like that sometimes where I'm like, you know, cursing up a storm in two different languages. Next oh, see I just do it in one language. And then you throw up the horns when you want to do the other language. So, yeah, well, see, the funny thing is, like, you cuss like that at your mom, and I'm like, yeah, she cusses like that at me, too. It's great. <laughs> we still got to have that sound bite. 
That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Robert. Slap. Yeah. Yeah. She'll do that. She's like, you son of a bitch. And I'm like, yep. Got that right. Yeah. Oh, it's funny. Apparently, everybody gets surprised. Like, my mom wanted to name a cat we got once. We named him Sir Purr. She wanted to name him Mr. Happy. And I told her no, that sounds like a sex toy. And nobody could believe I said that to my mom. I'm like, I'm being honest. Boy. The darn the, the kids say the darndest things to their parents these days, don't they? Uh, yeah. What can I say? So... Uh. We heard uh, Rockstar respond to Lindsay Lohan. Well, Activision, man, they do it big, don't they? <laughs> they respond to Manuel Nordiega, who's in jail, and he's 80 years old, by the way, if you don't know who he is. He's a they get They get Emphasis fucking Rudy Giuliani to counsel for them. Not just anybody. Really? Freaking Rudy <laughs> Giuliani. <laughs> To go and <laughs> to go say, this is what Giuliani had to say. He says, what's astonishing is that Manuel Noriega, a notorious dictator who's in prison for the heinous crimes he committed, is upset about being portrayed as a criminal and enemy of the state in the game Call of Duty. That's absurd. I'm not interested in giving handouts to a convicted murderer. And drug smuggler, like Manuel Noriega, who's demanding money from Activision uh, for simply exercising free speech. Noriega's attacks on the right of Call of Duty comes as no surprise considering he's a lawless tyrant who trampled over the rights of his own people. Uh, and like then they, they bring up the point of, you know, they've used Castro before, they've used JFK before, like... If Noriega were to win this, then all the people that have died, anybody that's considered an heir would be able to veto them showing up in works of art, which would really be stupid. But, yeah. Oh, God. God help Phil Collins, then. <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> that time, I know. He's alive, and he did the voice for that GTA game. That's still the coolest thing ever, because I love Phil Collins. Doesn't everybody love Phil Collins? Yeah, who hates Phil Collins? His ex-wife. Hi-yo! <laughs> Somehow, that one worked. So, <laughs> But man, like, really, they already got Kevin Spacey to be in their game? Like, y'all just show up with Rudy Giuliani, like, they don't play. Like, let's I mean, just... they've got all that sweet Call of Duty money from those, like, 12-year-olds whose parents are ill-informed on what their children are playing. True. And all those douchebags with their Monster Energy t-shirts <laughs> and their loud cars leaving the Sheets gas station at 1 a.m. in the morning with their little fart cannons and problems with overcompensation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how it just keeps getting worse the longer I talk. That happens to the best of us. Usually the less you talk, the less it gets worse. So, TGS happened, and there was a lot of Final Fantasy 15 news. That's a miracle in itself. 
like the main director for it left. Yes, but he's still with Square because he's basically the guy that's been the one behind Kingdom Hearts forever. And he designed all the characters starting with Seven. Uh, he's just going to work on other projects <clears throat> and focus on Kingdom Hearts 3 because they have somebody else to do that. But apparently uh, it's 55% complete. Whatever that means. Even though it's been in development for eight years. You've barely gotten to 55% at this point. Like, what the hell y'all been doing? Just Jesus. <laughs> Hookers and coke. <laughs> That's right. Hookers and coke. They've been snorting lines of cocaine. Oh, Watching a bunch of New Japan, I guess. That's right. I mean, hey, didn't you hear? New Japan outdraws <laughs> WWE in Japan. So much the WWE has to fabricate numbers. Well, that makes a lot of sense. WWE fabricates numbers anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> they said they they drew twelve thousand people at a place that only holds like eleven thousand five hundred, or like and they're in the Silver Dome, WrestleMania three. That's still not been proven that it's fabricated. Uh, <clears throat> they do fabricate numbers a lot, though. But that one I will dispute because when you look at the freaking picture, it, it looks like that thing is full of 93,000 people. Anyway, uh, apparently the uh, the demo that they're going to include with Final Fantasy Type-0 that's getting remade for the Xbox One and PS4. It looks like that game looks really cool, by the way. Yeah, it does look really awesome. I want to play that. There it's are so many Final a... Fantasy games, by the way. Do what? There are so many Final Fantasy games. Like, oh, we yeah. got Final Fantasy Agito, Final Fantasy, like, Tactics, like, A2. Yeah, God. you got uh, Final Fantasy Explorers that's coming to the 3DS later this year. There's a new Crystal Chronicles game, said nobody ever. That's pretty much what Explorers is. Is sort of Crap. a Crystal Chronicles type game. Crystal Chronicles isn't that bad, actually. Really? Not oh, cool. Uh, yeah, the demo is going to be three hours long that you get to play Final Fantasy Fifteen. Well, damn it, they ought to make it that long. With how much stuff they better Fantasy. have on that game. Uh, apparently, you're going to be able to drive a motorcycle in the game. Uh, there in exchange for not having boss fights in it. In the demo, excuse me, and you also be able to ride chocobos. So, so instead, so let's see, motorcycle equals boss battles. Sure, I like that math. It's Square Enix, you know. Well, They're yeah, the ones that I say mean, Tomb Raider didn't sell well. I mean, everything's a disappointment. They're like the stereotypical Asian father. Let's not. Let's not go there. You knew that joke was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming, but we'll just leave it Why there. Why don't type, type B? Why not in type A? <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they are, uh, they are ma- launching this new cloud streaming service, though. They called it Shinra Technologies. <laughs> 
uh, based off of seven. Uh, Cloud streaming. I get it now. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah. <laughs> I really didn't think about that until you said it. Like, yeah, cloud streaming at seven. Okay. Basically, they want to be able to make a game with the supercomputer without needing the supercomputer. Uh, yeah. So, so that they can create virtual worlds that are constantly evolving and can truly have history. Uh, they're already working with Ubisoft to make games with it, too. Uh, yeah. So, there you go. They want to make a new industry ecosystem with this cloud gaming service because... They don't want to wait on everybody else, apparently. Is this going to work? Or is this going to be another one of those square gets out there and it doesn't work? That's right. So when we involve Shinra and ecosystems, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Any thoughts, Daniel? Uh, I mean, I could easily see it being something that doesn't work or doesn't work as advertised, but just have to wait and see as it gets a little bit further along. Speaking of something that may not work, GameStop says they're going to start selling used DLC. <laughs> they can come up with... Used DLC? <laughs> what the fuck? Alright, guys, you're going to play half off of this horse armor. God. <laughs> Well, they sell the half off the horse armor for new. What would be the difference? You only play. You only paid half for all that disappointment. Well, apparently, they would have to strike up deals with the publishers in order for this to happen because it has to come directly from them, so that they can be able to transfer the content from one consumer to another. There's no way they publishers will do this right like they already don't get a cut out of the retail games why the hell would they do this i'm gonna go ahead and give away my answer for tomorrow tomorrow i guess or wednesday wednesday you will not see it happen unless a court rules that it has to happen if you get a court ruling that says consumers own DLC like they own any other product that they purchase, then you'll see it start to happen. Otherwise, no. But would it, would it really be profitable for GameStop to sue? Well, I'm not saying GameStop and... so much. It wouldn't be GameStop that sued them. It would be some consumer that bought it and couldn't transfer it to a new console or something. I mean. It would have to be something like that, but if they got sued and lost, then you would start seeing it. The only other way you'll see it is if, uh, like, the developers themselves or the publishers of the games have their own store where you can trade their games in, then you might see used DLC there as well. Robert? Uh, who would buy used DLC? 
How do you make use DLC? You trade the code in? Yeah, you trade the code in and they transfer it to your, your system. Like, let's say they don't make a code for this certain DLC anymore, but you still want it. You know? That's dumb. Well, because it's going to get to a point, like, you know, once a lot of people move over to the PS4 or whatever, or and then Xbox One, that let's say you want DLC for Mass Effect 3 or something, they may not have it on the store anymore, so you'd have to get it secondhand. Hmm. Odd. I mean, I don't know how long it would take them to take the PS3 and uh, Xbox 360 games out of the store by that point, but, you know, whatever. It's, it's, uh... I think it can work if they get new DLC to work. You know, people people walk into a GameStop and buy DLC that they can buy off their game. Or buy off the PS Store and it costs the same amount of money. I mean, I don't see why used DLC doesn't work. But, you know. We'll have to mm. see, I guess. Uh, what else is in here? Oh, Sony has already... They're going <coughs> to introduce uh, streaming TV channels to the PlayStation, at least PS4. They've already struck up a deal with Viacom for 20 channels. Uh, Xbox has a lot of on-demand channels where you get the on-demand content the next day or whatever. You know, FX Now, HBO Go, all that stuff. Uh, can we, is this just an av- another avenue to enjoy TV, or, I mean, you, obviously for this to work, you'd have to have cable anyway. Can you see this being something that works for Sony? I mean, is it worth doing? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean... On one hand, it seems like it's just a waste of money to me, but on the other, there are a lot of people that like Viacom's network, so I think you're going to see it more. They're probably going to try to make money on advertising more so than any other way that they would do it. You might They might use how long people are watching it to charge Viacom more for the shows. <laughs> but I don't think more than that. So does that mean they're cutting out the need for a cable box? Well, I mean, the way the the stuff works on the 360, like it does on the PC app, is you have to have cable still. Like, I can't... When I didn't have cable, I couldn't watch FX Now because they didn't... uh, Unless you had the, one of the cable providers that were there. You know, it's the same thing with HBO Go and, and all that stuff. You have to have cable still. So, I wouldn't see the point in it. Unless it's something like that where you have a friend that will just let you use their login. And you and you don't have a, 
cable and you can enjoy it that way. But it's probably more like what Daniel says. Like uh, when I had it, I used to just, you can, on the Xbox, you have basically the Watch ESPN app on your Xbox. And I would use uh, Gary's Verizon stuff to be able to watch ESPN all day. You know, cool. as if I was watching it on TV. You know, it's just. It it has its purpose, I guess, but I can't imagine that you're going to strike up this deal to it's going to be this huge profitable thing. I mean, I think the difference is that it's it's live streaming. You're going to get basically like a WWE network thing, but with all these channels. Uh, only nine nine nine. Yeah, or well, I guess it would be part of your PS Plus or. Whatever. Yeah. God, I got so tired of those nine 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 jokes. Oh well, they're gonna do them from here well, until yeah. the end of whatever. So get used to them. Crashes. <laughs> I like how they finally decided that we're gonna like start telling you, hey, do you know you pay like fifty five dollars if you get it on pay per view, like. Why did y'all just now start figuring out that that actually makes good sense to to use that as a promotion tool? Like, what? Who who's been working in their promotional department when they launched this network? Like, that was funny. So all of a sudden, we're using pay per view. All, all of a sudden, last week they make these really cool commercials, and then this week they decide that. Hey, uh, you know you full you pay almost sixty bucks for these pay per views. You can pay ten dollars for that same pay per view if you get the network. Like, what the hell? That would have been the first thing I said day one. Like, well, they were. They were saying this is how much you'll pay for all these pay per views throughout the year, and this is how much it is with the network. I know, but remind people that makes a lot more sense. I just maybe they were afraid of pissing off the pay per view providers. Oh, I guess at this oh, point, they don't give a crap. Speaking of WWE 2K15, it's been delayed for next-gen systems for two weeks. Because, you know, Assassin's Creed moved, so they had to move too. Because uh, they just can't be without each other, I guess. I'm joking. But, you know, uh, it, this... Uh, 2K apparently decided that they wanted to bring all their cool stuff to NBA 2K and not put it in the WWE games. They're going to make a NBA 2K TV um, for NBA 2K15, which comes out in like a couple weeks, where you can use your own highlights that you captured throughout the game. And then that will be put in with actual interviews with NBA players, coaches, and basketball experts that they package once a week. And you could do that every week during the season. Uh, that's only on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. And then this also much cooler thing, which would be great for WWE 2K15 when you create a character. They have face scan technology. That you can use on your PS4 and Xbox One. If you use your Kinect or the camera, you can scan your face and put that on your character. 
So think about that. that. You wanted to make yourself in the WWE games. That's all you'd have to do. No more adjusting the nose and whatever, getting all that crap right. It's just right there. Damn, could he use that? Underground did that. No, well, they just use really good modeling for the characters. They, the the scanning was really good. But oh, basically, so yeah, just, you know, the scanning they use for the for the characters, you'll get to do that on your own face now. Well, no, that's what I mean. Like I could have swore, like you take a picture and like blurt it to their side or something. And, like, oh yeah, EA did that. It, it still does yeah. it with uh, FIFA and Madden. Oh boy! So they can never get the picture right that they want. So I gave up. It's like it has to be the side view and this certain size, and it's. I was like, "Fuck that!" (laughs) Yeah. And sadly, if you were, which I bought songs the other day, not from Rock Band Network, but I was feeling like playing some Billy Joel, and I just bought. Some Billy Joel songs from Rock Band, but uh, they've canceled the Rock Band Network, which was the only thing that was still. It was uh, basically like bands could upload their own songs to Rock Band, and you would get to be able to play them, and for a small, much smaller fee than the regular DLC was. Uh, Harmonix says that they just can't deal with it anymore. It's got so many problems and. It's not worth it for them when they get all these other games they're working on. So, that is officially done. If you're a Rock Band Network enthusiast that likes to go on there every week and find out what the new songs are, that's done, effectively, immediately. So, there you go. There will be no more new songs on Rock Band Network. Sucks for you. Uh... I don't know, I think that's pretty much like... Oh, I thought this was interesting because I was like, why wouldn't they have just included this in the beginning? But apparently there have been so much support from fans. uh, Even though Halo Reach has just become free for this month for Gains for Gold. That they might do a Xbox One collection of Halo Reach and Halo 3 ODST in the future. Even though they never had plans for it, but there's been such a clamoring that they might do it. And Square still hasn't released Final Fantasy VII Remastered. Daniel, would you uh, buy a Halo Reach and Halo 3 ODST remake? I don't know. I'd have to see how it looked and... I mean... The big thing about it was we were getting something set in the universe to tie us over until the next game. Right. I'm I mean, not have you sure. seen the stuff that they've showed for that? It looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... It, it would probably be extremely well done. It's just... I mean, I'm sure it would sell, but I don't think it would sell as well as the Master Chief Edition. Oh, I agree. Yeah, totally. Especially because the Master Chief Edition has all the the campaigns are being redone, and uh, you get classic maps and stuff, which look like 
talk about trip down memory lane for me. That's what I used to play. System Link with eight people. Yep. You know. Hmm. Well, to think that it would would be a bit of a reach. Uh, huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't buy it because, I mean, I'll, I'm not a huge Halo buff anyways. It's a good game. I'm a big FPS guy. It does make me, like, watching that made me miss arena shooters because everything's so homogenous now. Especially they made uh, they made Reach like that, too, and I was like, this is why I don't play multiplayer, you know, with the FPS games because they're all like this and it's annoying and it's not really so much about skill except for about, like, having the right loadout and having the levels this high or whatever. I don't know. It's just not as fun for me, but maybe you have a different opinion. Daniel, I don't know. Computers. What? I never thought I'd miss World War Two shooters. <laughs> right? Since there was one coming out like every week with the PS2. And then they all in every single one you had to storm the beach at in Normandy. Of course. It's like, that's the only thing that happened in World War II, guys. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, I guess we should end it on uh, Destiny is the fastest selling new franchise ever. Pulling in over $325 million in five days. Uh, even though Activision hasn't shown any official numbers, which seems weird to me because GTA had no problem showing official numbers. Uh, you know, uh, even Watch Dogs had no problem showing official numbers. Seems kind of weird to me that we're throwing out big numbers like this and we don't want to show numbers. Uh, apparently players have logged more than 100 million hours of online play and 137 million activities have taken place. Uh, it's also the biggest new gaming franchise in the UK. Uh, I mean... Obviously, the expansions are going to probably... This means, you know, they can keep making those expansions, but... Uh, does that worry you at all that they don't want to show any numbers? Like th th this number might be a little bit overinflated. I don't know. I think oh it's Activision. I guess we shouldn't be surprised, right? Anything Activision touches is like gold. <laughs> at this hmm. point, yeah. Say most of the things that rare touch touches turn to shit. Is <laughs> your butt at full circle? Banjo Tooie, nuts and bolts. I like that game. Mm, you it wasn't, you know, it wasn't Banjo Kazooie or whatever, but it wasn't terrible. No, that's just me. Yeah, good. Guess it could be worse. Could be Glover. 
Oh, Glover. Don't remind me about Glover. Danny Glover. That would have been awesome if Danny Glover showed up in that game. If Danny Glover was Glover. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I think the rest of this stuff is kind of... I guess uh, if you didn't know already, for some reason, FIFA 15, Hyrule Warriors, uh, Disney Infinity 2.0, uh, Arca Ar Arcana Heart 3, which I saw the email that apparently somebody's getting a review that. Arcana Heart 3 Love Max for the PS3. It's a fighting game with... Uh... <laughs> what is sounds, this? <laughs> sounds like a game that's like pretty high on shipping. It probably won't be as big as Fire Emblem Awakening, but you know, all the fangirls on the on like the Tumblr are being like, "Yo, I shipped this person and this person." Oh, it's probably a bunch of guys because it's an all female animated fighting game. I don't know. Well, maybe. I mean, that's the only people reason people watch Digimon was to ship people. Cause I can't believe that's actually stuff. getting a new game in like a week. Really. Yeah, like a new Rumble Arena game, which I love those. Dude, dude, consider me in. I think it's for the 3DS. I'm not sure which. Hell yeah, I'm gonna, as soon as we get done with this, that's what I'm looking up. And then going to bed. <laughs> uh, the Vanishing Ethan Carter is coming to PC. It's coming to PS4 later. And the Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. What? Did you say Ethan Carter's coming to PC? The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Oh. No, I'm not talking about EC3. Uh, <laughs> that's where I was going. Uh, they called it NXT Season 5? Yeah, I think so. The one that never ended. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, that's so bad. I had no idea that they made Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel uh, dueling games, or the, the card games, but that's coming out for 3DS. That's not a surprise. Yeah. I mean, I stopped watching it, but... Eh. It is what it is. Still around. I mean, hey, so. dude, there's so many good games coming out with the 3DS. You got Smash Brothers and Pokemon. New Pokemon. And I found out you could play the original Mega Man games on the 3DS. Yep. And Castlevania. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Was that like the... Fifth mention of Castlevania on here. What? Yes. They really should pay you for. Mentioning they really should. <laughs> All right. Well, if you didn't know by now, PSTV is coming out soon. There's over 700 games that apparently are supposed to come out for PSTV. Don't know that it's going to sell all that well here. But, you know, I guess they can bring it out here. Apparently there was such a clamoring for it here that that's why they're bringing it out here. But Would you want to have a PSTV? I one of those games is Leisure Suit Larry Box Office Bust. <laughs> really? <laughs> of all the games yep. you could have named. <laughs> Almost went with the guy game. 
Which is oh, apparently no. very clear. No. no. Let's not talk about that game. That's a stain on gaming. You went about sexist game. What Dang what it. type of stain? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get on to those those plugs. Robert? Oh, okay. <laughs> that stain is killing Winslow's secret turkey base. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> All right. The Boston market. Anyways, uh, the Rattles and Broadcasting Network is your home for most of the podcasts you'll ever want to listen to, uh, including uh, what I did last Thursday, which was my official return to showing up on time. Considering the Jesus. Yeah, because the Judas Priest podcast, I was late, only showed up at the last 20 minutes, and the Baby Metal podcast, which apparently has like 800 listens, I only showed up at the last 20 minutes, because I worked over, really over. It has 800 listens, because Robert wasn't on it for most of the show. Uh, apparently Baby Metal's big shit, which by the way, that album was awesome. You should totally go listen to it. Sweet. Yeah, it was real. It's really good. I've been listening to it like on and off over the past like month. Anyways, uh, Mark Mark Radlich and I uh, reviewed the new album by Alestorm, Go uh, Sunset on the Golden Age. It was pretty good. It was fun. There's a song about stealing beer, and there's a song about having a wooden leg, and they cover Teo Cruz's Hangover. It was pretty good. Yeah, so there you go. That that's a pretty good podcast. Uh, from the cheap seat, which is Wednesday nights. It's Jesse Starcher, Jason Teasley, and well, I never tend to show up because I'm usually busy or tired by the time they come on. But yeah, Wednesday nights, sometime between nine and eleven, they talk sports. It's pretty great. It's a fun time. And uh, finally, on there, the Sentai Rider podcast. We'll be back hopefully sometime within the next month once I get my laptops fixed. To talk about because Common Rider Gaim's final episode was, or well, the last episode that's canon was this week, and I need to watch that because they're having like an episode between the two, like this series and the next series. It's like kind of like the fun little buffer episode. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. So, yeah, uh, look on look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash Sentai Rider Podcast. That is S E N T A I R I D E R Podcast. Uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, don't really have much else to plug because the Hammer of Doom News reported on forum on Mania.com is still on the shelf. And I've still not talked to Jeremy about like... Darn, Robert. Gotta bring that back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, if I did, it wouldn't probably be a news report because now that the site has officially been redesigned, uh, got so much to do. Yeah, I mean, hey, I only worked 20 hours, but still that in school. And That's about as much as I'm working right now. <laughs> Screwing us on the hours. Oh yeah. That's what they do. At least in mine, I'm guaranteed a certain amount because somebody's got to unload the fucking truck. Right. <laughs> that's right. And usually that's me. Yeah, but uh, that's all. Well, I guess I could go ahead and plug uh, Dan's Toku Rants, my favorite podcast. Uh, Hopefully they're going to release their episode number 300 this week. And I just recorded my audio for it. Almost 15 minutes long. God. 
I'm a fanboy for that podcast. Yeah, they're like, yeah, send in a voice clip. I, I sent them 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I cut it down from 19. God, there was like Not a lot of cut down. Oh, that's almost a quarter of the content because, well, because I had some audio issues too because I was recording it on my netbook, which has uh, the processing power of a Cheerio. So yeah, but yeah, that it, it, it really good. sucked to do that on the netbook. Yeah, like the audio is decent, but there's some times where I'm talking really fast because the uh, thing bogged down and then sped up to catch up. Ah, uh, fucking shitty netbook. But yeah, uh, keep an eye out for them. They're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dan's Toku Rants. So yeah, they're pretty awesome. Really nice guys. Yeah, that's all for me. All right, I'm going to plug Daniel's stuff because his computer crashed. So yeah, he's new technology. Uh, he's doing Gaines Fact of Fiction always uh, Thursday mornings. He organizes it. I'm going to be on there with Randall. Uh, and Daniel's also going to be on Four PC this week with the usual Todd, and then uh, Mr. John Cash, and who's the other person? Oh, Adam. Uh, the editor of the 4-1 Game Zone. So, that's, yes, and if you didn't know, I finally took over, like, the last thing that Randall wrote. Uh, I'm the new Quizmaster, so I get to ask them questions and then give them points and decide who wins. Ha! And Randall yeah, won. Just Randall and just, like, make the points random, and then at the end, the yeah. thing that really wins you is if you reference something that he likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except for I, 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 well, I actually do it on merit, but the points are fake. And I know. I had I had Randall uh, win the, despite him not liking Doctor Who, which upset me. But it's alright. Well, of course he doesn't like Doctor Who. He's watched three episodes of it. He must know the whole series. Right. Yeah, right. And then he says, I just don't have time to watch it. It's like, but you have time to watch the whole series of Psych? It's In like One Piece? Ha- yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. If he, <laughs> if he made it just to catch up on One Piece, I will, like, I don't know what I'll do, but I will send him something, because that's like 700 episodes. Oh, no, damn. Yeah, One Piece is ridiculously long. Talk about losing time there. Uh, now I've got so much anime I want to watch, but I don't have time to watch Me it. Too. Uh, got the uh, horse games top five this week is the top five most wanted toys to life games. So, top five basically you make your you pick franchises that you think would be the best Disney Infinity or Skylanders type games. Just pick a list of five and. Put them in there. Hmm, number uh, one, small soldiers. <laughs> I was thinking about that too. Uh, when when I made it, it was like it was small soldiers. <laughs> um, got the uh, the uh, oh I I did the round table this week. Uh, well, I organized it, but not champions already passed. 
So don't need to worry about that again until October. And then, of course, I uh, got the Rusted to the Max podcast, which is now part of Formula One. Uh, we, we've we been doing it Tuesday nights around midnight lately. I don't know when we're going to be able to go back to the Monday night slot after Raw, but at least it'll be until October because next week we got to do a special Major League Baseball uh, playoff preview uh, on next Monday. So that's uh, going to be fun. I'll bet you the Blue Jays aren't in it. No, they're not. But I did try to see if Randall wants to be on it, so maybe he will be. Uh, besides that, um, this podcast, of course, uh, we will probably be back to our normal Sunday slot next week. So I'll get to do three podcasts in a row. Woo! But still, love doing this. So glad we can finally be back to doing it like we should weekly. Hopefully, no, nothing crazy happens, or we can't do it next week. Um, sucks, Randall, or not Randall? Yeah, sucks, Randall can't be with us because he was sick today. Uh, but maybe next week. Who knows? And of course, always check out Randall's uh, TWE After Dark podcast. It's on Wednesday nights. Around uh, 11 p.m. Eastern uh, USA time, so he is uh, he it uh, he actually does pretty good for talking to himself. So <laughs> plus he has Jeremy in the chat to talk to him, but Jeremy can't show up on this podcast. Damn it! What's wrong with that? Huh? Yeah. All the shows came back this week. Are you excited, Robert? I mean, the only thing I ever watch is I record Doctor Who and I record all of, like, all of Toonami. That's about it. Ah, so it doesn't really concern you a lot. Blacklist, here I come. So, yeah, Helsing Ultimate's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I've watched some of the Helsing. It's it's good. Yeah, it's it's a ten-part OVA series, so it's like ten movies. Alrighty, well, until next week, <clears throat> play some games and enjoy your weekend. We'll be back here on Sunday night, hopefully. Later. Virtual. Doctor Who. Quantum Leap. Randall's Old. TurboGrafx-16. TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> Alright. Peace.